What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another exciting show. I'm your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me as always is my co-host, Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. What's going on, Care? How much, Kevin? Good evening. Happy New Year. It's good to be back. Good to be back. And um, yes, it was getting very, very bored and lonely. I, I was I was as well. Um, Jessica, producer Jessica. Hello. Hello. She too is excited uh, to be back. As always, she's uh, behind the scenes. You're gonna see stickers. You're gonna see things popping up on the screen, all legit and shit. And that's uh, that's because of uh, it's because of Jessica. So it's been an exciting month. It's been an exciting Thank month you. off. Thank you, Kara. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a long month. But, yes. um, but we're, we're back and we're booked up until like April, like That's everybody, awesome. everybody under the sun wanted to be on the show this year. So luckily I haven't had to track down, uh, any, anybody that I wanted. Now I don't know what we're going to do for like the second season or the second quarter. Well, it's just downhill. We're not going to be able to beat it. Trust and faith in you, Kevin. That's it. So, uh, what do we, uh, I need a cigar, so let's get right into it. Um, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter cut and like I got the new Cigar Medics Pro finally. I don't. Uh, the, 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 I the, the, the old one. The guy sent me the uh, the the new one. Which it's one all do you like What's that? Which one do you like better? Um, I don't. I, I'm old. I mean, when you come out with version one of something, I like version one. Uh, version one's cool. And the number, you know, version two is all streamlined. I am smoking. Um, just let everybody know a very special cigar. I'm running out of these. I only have like three quarters of a box left is uh, uh the daruma uh look at this Ooh. fantastic fantastic box i still have all the factory cards <clears throat> try not to sneeze in it Bless you. um thank you and just look at these actually i have more than uh look at those sexy sexy cigars oh, nice. <laughs> bless you oh I had, I had to dust these off. That must probably what it is. I, these are in the back of my humidor, just so I don't accidentally smoke all of them. If you're allergic to them, just let me know. You can send them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I I'll make sure I do that. Um, so I don't even know how old these are. These are like a. This is one of my dumpster diving sessions, and um, yeah, this is uh, yeah, it doesn't say it's old. It's all I know. I know, I know you, you might be able to ask someone in a few minutes. Yeah, we might be able to ask him that. I also have a, uh, as my uh, second cigar, because uh, uh, I'll probably need one, is a Room 101 Siri SA. I found oh. a bunch of these, too. I found hundreds of these. Very nice. So, 
Yeah. All right. So my let me uh, stick this. With what is it that I'm smoking, Kev? Is that the question you were going to ask? Yeah, I, I'm still. We're on the cigar medics humidimeter cut and light with the cigar medics humidimeter. You always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. And my cigar is at 63.8 percent humidity. Now, care. Get get our get our pang. Well, I got it. I got it. out of the way. I'm, yes. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm part of. I'm part of the human of Jeff. Yes. God. Yes. Listen, he, he was rambling on, trying to save face, acting like he wasn't just thinking about himself. What's, what are you smoking, What's the, care? What are you the, smoking? Thank you. The uh, Room One One Thirteenth Anniversary is my first, and then I have the Forest Maduro. Oh. Isn't that what you're smoking, Jess? Farce Nicaraguan. Yes, I am smoking the farce. Yes. But I don't think mine's the Maduro. Yeah, yours is the farce Maduro. Is it? Yeah. So I'm at uh, 62% as well with the humidimeter cut and light. Right right on. I have not had the 13th anniversary yet. It's fantastic. I know. I should have smoked that yesterday on Friday the 13th or the other day. Yesterday was Sunday. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Get your days and holidays mixed up. That's it. Okay. All right. Let me get this uh, cigar lit. I mean, you got a month off. You got to knock the rest off. I know. Got the the, the lounges coming along. So there we go. Now I'm happy. Got my cigar lit. I can pay attention. I honestly haven't been paying attention to a word anybody has said over the last two minutes. So I don't know uh, (laughs) what 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 has been said. I've been answering answering randomly. So all right. Oh, yeah, Jeff. what else? What else is going on? Anything new that we should be? Um, you know what? Yeah, we don't got anything new. We got we got limited time with our guest tonight. Um, by limited, I mean it was limited when I have to go to bed. Um, so that was, that was a rhetorical question. When you that asked. was a re- that was a rhetorical question. Clarity. Yes. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, um, first I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. 30, 38 people. So uh, uh, tuning in so far, um, all to see. Matt Booth. So oh, that's no, uh, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, and and to hear Jessica's voice. Yeah, you know, obviously. <laughs> no. So come on, Jess. Uh, or maybe they're just waiting to hear me, like, like be mean to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, awesome. well, that's that's why I tune in. <laughs> that 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 could that could be it. So all right. Um, before we bring on our guest tonight, we uh, we will want to take a moment, as always, to thank all of our show partners for making this happen each and every week. Um, we've got some new show partner. We've got some old old show partners that have partnered up again with us in 2023. And then we've got some new partners. So uh, thank you, J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset. So, um, all right. So waiting patiently in the Experience Asset Green Room is the man that everybody is here to see the night. Tonight, Matt Booth, who has the FSG logo over his over his body. If he's yes, a little bit more to his right, it would look no. like a superhero. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, there you I, go. I thought you took those down. Oh, that's better. Oh, hold on. How do I get yeah. it off? Yeah, you got to click on it again. Oh. There we go. There we go. And then, and then, Look you, at got, that. then you got the three-person ones thank down you. below. It's thank our you. first show back. We thank, got new We got thank, new tick- Thank you, sir. You we got new tickers. Cool. We got new shit. We got new <laughs> video intros. There we go. There we go. Now now we got- uh, Matt in all his glory. Matt in all your glory. The nipple you, I, I put on lotion today, so I should be listening. How long are you going to let your hair grow? 
It's my personal business. I've already had a haircut. You can't tell. I cut this shit during the holidays. You 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 don't miss the 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 the, the tightness. You don't miss, you don't miss that. You know, I've been thinking about it, and I was like, you know, at some point I'm going to cut this off, and I'm just going to slam it back. I'm going to get like an old school like '50s style skin fade kind of thing, and I might even cut this shit off my face, man. Uh, I might go super clean. Uh, you can't do that. I mean, it's what you're known. I mean, I I cut like five inches off my beard, and mm-hmm. like I said, you know, but you you can't you can't lose your your facial facial. Kevin stuff. likes the short hair, Matt. I, you know, I want to please him. Short hair. I feel compelled to please him. I always have. I care for him. And if he's expressing his needs to me, I mean, who am I not to to meet him? It's like in, a husband says his of, wife. You know, you're letting your hair grow out. When, when are you, you going to get it cut shorter like you had it that one time when we first start dating? <laughs> I have many man wives in this business. And that's okay. My my lady, their lady, everybody's significant others accepts this because they understand you know, that this is a brand, at least in this category, that's founded on an uh, obscene uh, amount of men. Yes. It's powered well, by dudes. I all, mean, all, all moving in the same, all moving in the same direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, uh, stop me if you think I'm wrong. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying it as I see it, as I feel it in the moment. If I disagree with you, I would. Okay. I Thank you. I don't, so Thank I can't. Thank you, Karen. Kara, I, I I understand that you're from uh, Stogie Road Cigars. Uh, that's the rumor, yes, sir. Have you ever considered calling it Hershey Highway Cigars? I did, but someone said it was a really shitty name, so I decided not mm. to. It's, I think you got bad bad advice there, bro. I think that that's taste, exactly you know. the perfect. I think I think uh, Kevin and I, the next endeavor in the cigar business, will be uh, Hershey Highway Cigars. Something, something about yes, yeah, something about getting the uh, approval from the Milton Hershey estate would have probably been a big, you know, hurdle. Yeah, but Hershey Highway, see, it's different. It, it would it would be different if it was just Hershey fucking cigars. But this is a you know, this is a kind of a whimsical concept, the Hershey Highway kind of thing. It's a different thing. I, I it, it would be passable, I believe. I'll well, call my attorney. I, I, I call, attorney. Call your attorney. Call me. Let me know. Maybe we can look okay. into that. Okay. I'm just going to chirp you on a next tell. I'm not going to call you. Okay. That's fine. If you, can't, if you can't get my chirp, then I don't want Please wanna. chirp me. I'll chirp you. I started with okay. the next tell on, on the chirpings. I love the chirps. I miss them. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> the evolution. I mean, it was like, what are some of the standouts? Like Sky Pager, the next tell chirp, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, several of these things are like iconic in the, you know, not only in, uh, steps forward in, in personal communication, but you know, gear that you would see on the cover of uh, a random R and B album. Like for example, uh, on the poison album cover, if I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think, uh, Michael Bivens has a pager stuck in one of his Timberland boots. If I may, if I, it's been a minute since I looked at it and I was always so much more focused on that. He had like a crew neck sweatshirt, but it was leather and it had a seam. It was two colors. And I thought, fuck, that's fucking amazing. Man. Poison. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. Not the band Poison, Poison the Album by Belvedere uh, DeVoe. Oh, I thought you meant Poison. Like, you no, know, not like Fox, she's, Dirty Tip. That's leather pages. pants. It's leather yeah, pants, it's leather. Yeah, Belvedere DeVoe Poison. Yes. Actually, it's probably poison. both. I mean, they were all. Yeah. Everybody was, you know, doing stuff. 
Ooh, All right, I'm stuff. I'm back. I'm back. Ronnie, Ronnie's in the background. So, so Ronnie, you weren't participating in this fucking conversation. I, I was I was listening. I heard kerosene oh, poison. Now? So yeah, but then I was Ronnie was had some things oh, okay. that he had to okay. share Trivia with me. Question. Look, he's a psychopath, and if he needs yeah. to be cut, I'm gonna do that, and you're gonna cut him out. Because yeah. I love him, but. I better than anyone with respect know when he's done. He's been so, overserved by airtime. So, so right on. Um, we're here first, I, Kevin. Oh, I didn't know I was done talking yet. Was I done? Care was were we done talking? I didn't. I, did no, I, but it doesn't matter. Kevin's yes, coming where, in. Yes, were you? He's, okay, okay Kevin, continue, continue he's jack, conversation. He's, he's jackknifing right, right. His, so you were listening. So, pop quiz. What was my the fanciful garment? of interest that piqued my uh, attention on the Poison album cover? Uh, spandex. No. See. Wow. He, he caught, Dude, he caught and, you, and you said it with conviction. Like, any one of those fucking guys were wearing spandex? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, come on, man. Not Poison I, I, the Band. Why, are we, why do we have to explain? Wait, poison the Band? Oh, I thought it was poison, poison never the had band. a self... It was open up and say all. And, you know... Yes, and, and, and why would Brett Michaels have a pager Whatever in his the, Timberland? Yeah, the, the pager in the fucking boots, man. But I'm saying for Poison, the, the band, boots. Brett Michaels would not be wearing Timberlands with a at that time with a pager in it. Brett Michaels had I, I am, leather I am, cowboy I am, boots. I, I've heard the name Brett Michaels, but I'm not 100 percent sure who that. Oh my god! I'm not. I'm not. I, 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 I'm. I'm not. I'm not an 80s like. Another reason I will never I, move to Florida. Right there. Come to South Carolina. Yeah. Matt, you know, I might. It's I, Karen I, knows who Brett Michaels is. Yes. I'll go there. I, I, I am I am a, <laughs> I am a, uh, my genre of music is classical music. I like I like classical. That, that's, that's my that's, that's my go-to. Well, so, classic. Like the like classic, the Chel- Bach cello suites. You like some of those? Yeah, like Rock Rock Monanoff. Yeah, I like yeah, I like the the well I, I want to say I like the old stuff, but uh yeah, that's a yeah, you know, I like Beethoven's older stuff, you know, like his like, his 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 mixtapes. His older yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 like his his older yeah. stuff. You I like know, his like, bootlegs. Yeah. Bootlegs yeah. are freaking cool. Yeah. And the and the and the limited vinyls that came out in the you know in the earlier days. Yeah, the limited gra- gramophone. I don't know if he was on the gramophone or not, but uh I feel like I feel like he probably should have been, but I feel like that wasn't a thing. Um I think that might have been like a hundred years before or after. Let's follow up with so, that. I, I don't I don't know. Someone uh, look up when the gramophone was uh, invented. Jesus. But um I want to talk about gr- great smoke. I just found out. Okay. I want I can't to find, wait. Yes, I just found out this past Saturday on KMA, which by the way, I got fucked like three weeks ago because I thought you were on KMA again. So I'm like watching KMA commenting, and then I comment, I'm like, hey Matt, where are my sunglasses uh, that I sent you? And then like like nobody's like like and then you said something, and then I'm like Oh my god! I remember him saying that before. I go, am I watching a goddamn replay? And uh, so I posted it in the Smoke In Socialite, and luckily I wasn't the only one. Other people were. You know what's me. funny? Look, my dad. It was a show with me in it, and they got me too. I was like, "Fuck! I'm on this show this morning." <laughs> what the fuck! I never get the emails, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, fa- fa- I was like, no. oh, wait, yeah. that's a recording. Yeah, you're like, I'm Never doing mind. a good job. I'm going to kick back and watch this, you know. 
So yeah, so you know, I got you're I, not alone, bro. Yeah, I, I luckily I was not, and I was not made fun of. So, uh, but they need to really uh, they, they need to, to to watch it. They need to put replay. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is, what it is. Well, I but thought, I thought they weren't having any more guests on the show. That should have been your first. Like thank, thank you, Jessica. Sorry, I was thinking not of having that. any more guests. Yeah, uh, they're uh, um, uh, randomly, uh, rarely they're going to have guests. They're just doing uh, just talk because because uh, Coop, your buddy Coop, joined the show. So okay. it's uh, it's Coop, Alex. Uh, whenever Paul gets off his ass and uh, and he's not in Disney World, he'll join the show. And then Honest Abe. So uh, and they're just they're just talking about uh, things in the cigar industry, um, mm. and and whatnot. So uh, mm. yeah, um, if they have well, an important guest it. on that 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 needs to promote something, they'll they'll still have that guest uh, on. Cigar I like to promote good times. Uh, Matt, are you going to be at the Grand National Roadster Show? The fucking a, I am. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's I'm going to be fit. in Texas on some on some business, and I'm going to fly straight there. I'll probably go Saturday. So you're not not bringing your car, flying in. You know, the plan, the plan was to take the 54, but just timing and all that, like I want it to be an enjoyable experience and it was going to be too compressed. And I don't want that part of my life to feel like uh, a job. I want it to be forever. I want it to forever remain uh, a happy pastime. Right. So I was like, fuck it. This is too much pressure. Pull the ripcord done, but I'll go. I'll go. You ran that event for four years. Oh, right oh, on. Shit. Wow. Yeah, you'll have oh, to uh shit. yeah, you definitely got a uh, cigar show. show? Bro. That that's what that's what that's what he does. He's the man. He's got a he's got a great YouTube channel, great um great content creator. Good dude in the cigar world. He's a boy scout. Well, he's a boy scout troop leader. You know, yeah, that, he's that, not not a boy scout. Jesus. You know, his kids are boy scouts, his boys. Mm. His boys are boy scouts. You know, but I I guess girls can be boy scouts too now from what I've been reading in the news. Scouts. In the Oh, is it just scouts? I don't know. It it, uh, it, it, know. it, it cuts down on know. the boys, the girl boy scouts. Oh, yeah, I guess so. That's a good well, there, scout. There, there is a girl scout, so yeah. But obviously, if the girls want to be in the boy scouts, girl scouts are lame. Um, so just throw, don't throwing know. that out there. Yeah, um, cookies. yeah, let's move on before I get the uh, the hate comments. Yeah, better um, cookies, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. The girl scouts probably have better cookies than the boy scouts. You're probably right about that. But the boy scouts will be able to make their own cookies, not just. Buy them from oh a my God, shut giant up. conglomerate and resell <laughs> them. Stop talking and, and move uh, on. So. I'm sorry, Jesse. He was, he was trying to pull no out, but I shoved him back in that conversation. Uh, there's no, I'm going to start muting him. I mean, I don't have any control of mine either, but then I watch you and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so reserved. So, what? what I'm so, like, I've got my shit together. <laughs> Goals in life. Oh my god. So all right. Um Saturday, March 18th, um, during the day is the great yes. smoke down in Boynton Beach. Yes. You will be at Boynton Beach location smoke in that evening, March 18th right. for, for a uh, the pre-party. What can we expect? And uh before you answer that, just so people know it, it's not a ticketed event. If you're in the area, you can come to the event for free. At smoke in that night, you know, so you don't, you know, you don't have to have tickets to the great smoke. So you can come see Matt uh, Saturday night. But uh, so what can we expect Saturday night? I mean, I think I think the list would be shorter if you compile the list of what you will not see that night. But I'll entertain the question nonetheless. 
you know, it's going to be an exchange of consistent and fanciful conversation over fine beverages, powered and infused with the potency of Room 101 gin and mm. Room 101 cigars, combusted in mouth. It's going to be fantastic. Now, I am not a. Uh, um, I, I have not tried the gin yet. I have the bottle I bought. I'm waiting to crack that bottle when we open up our new lounge. That's what I'll be pouring um, at, at the at the opening. But I don't. You're drink fully edging things. out that bottle, bro. You know, I've had. I, I I got a bottle, and I got to tell you, it was. I was not saying it because you're here is really it was fantastic. It, it ain't bad, last, right? It did not last. It's a long. really killer formula. Smooth, it's a good product. It's yeah. uh, and gin is not smooth when you drink gin. This well, was I mean, smooth. It, the the experiences you've had with the gins you've had have not been smooth. Right. You know. Well, you said it way smaller. It, it can than be I made did. different ways. Yeah. 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 It was a little little bit more of a bite to it, but yours was very smooth, and it was the only gin that I've ever had that I could just pop in maybe a little lemon and lime and drink it straight. See, I'm I'm pop not I'm not. I'm not that guy uh, that that can drink it straight. Like drink, I drink Bacardi and diet, so that will give you a, a reference oh, of yeah, my that's right. of my fucking yeah, yeah, shit yeah. palate that I have. Um, so you need to uh, figure out a drink that will that that I will tolerate. Well, you're yeah. gonna come to that thing, right? Yeah, bro. I'll have a couple cocktails made for you there. Oh, right That'd on. Be dope. Yeah, because okay. they serve it there. So I'll have a mix up a couple. You know, a couple drinks, very different styles, and just kind of take you on a little voyage. You know, oh, little right up, little journey. Three variations of Bacardi and Diet Coke for you, Kev. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, and then I got to pick up my signed dollar bill. I won a. I won a bet against Abe. No. Yes. Well, that's good. He, he, he chose to challenge me. No, he didn't. You know, know it was you. He, well, actually, because we were in a Zoom event uh, uh, last week. And uh, um, I had said something, and he goes, "No, that's not right." And then I go, "Yes, it is." Uh, and then he didn't know it was me. Then afterwards, he goes, "He goes, wait a minute, was that Kevin?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it was me." He goes, "Damn it!" Because if I if I'd have known it was you, I wouldn't have bet you. So, <laughs> so we get I get a signed dollar bill from Honest. Dude, Andy. those, those that are might rare. Be the only one. Those, those are those are rare. That might be the only one, bro. Do we know of anyone else to have obtained like, such a uh, an artifact? I don't know. I, I had I had heard rumors there were a few people, but those are only rumors. This is fact. It's all hearsay. Yeah, th this one this one is fact. So, so all right. I think, yeah, let's uh let's uh let's kick off this party here. Um, before we bring on um our guest, I don't see Ronnie in the uh, in the panel yet, so he's probably waiting around. You said you um, had prepared two whole questions for me. Yes. No. No. For for the for the panel, the panel for we're bringing on. So those aren't for you. They're for yeah. everybody. Panel. Panel. We panel. panel. We got a we panel. Panel. Panel people. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I don't I want... refer to just a couple dudes as a panel. Like it makes it sound. It's like we're trying to do something. It's not all. Of, it's not all that. Okay? I mean, there'll be five of us. That's a. Pa I mean, what what do you consider stuff. a panel? Five people's a panel. That's like a that's like judging at the Olympics. Five people right people there. People wearing shirts with buttons on them. First of all, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's beginning there. Okay, could be called a think tank too, Kevin, with five people. Oh, a think tank? Do you prefer think tank. Do you, do Sounds... you prefer a think tank? I don't. No. Panel. No. Well, tank. I mean, I, I think all these all these labels are far too grandiose. It's just you know, it's just a a couple dudes sharing a convo. All right. 
So, well, I, I want you to introduce um, our guest before we bring him on. Who, who, <laughs> who is Maddie Cupcakes, um, and how do you know him? So, before we bring him on, so Maddie Cupcakes is a very dear friend of mine, and he's a day one homie from this business. And Maddie Cupcakes was the plug for anything and everything limited uh, and uh, sought after and and desirable. Uh, in the world of, of craft cigars, even before they were labeled craft cigars, he was fully analog and, uh, and still remains uh, on an analog tip to this day. Right. So, you know, I think that, I think that uh, his experience in the business through his lens is very interesting. And we, you know, we became friends and met each other, you know, within six months of my entry to the business, if not less, you know, so I've known him since the beginning. And he has succulent earlobes. Succulent. And when I say succulent, Kevin, and they're not attached to, to the base of his jawline the way like you would be accustomed to seeing an earlobe attached to the base of the jawline. They're a little unhinged in the sense that like when air graces them, they they almost they undulate in the breeze they they almost beckon to you you see and and rumor has it he just got a uh a kind of a tighter uh you know haircut style there so they're gonna be blazing you know <laughs> now how, how did he so get i the can't name? wait how did you get the name cupcakes well as as i have named many people in this business <laughs> whether they want to admit it or not maddie cupcakes was a devout uh devotee of the Johnny Cupcakes brand. And I, and I believe that he still is to this day, but he was super hot and heavy with it uh, back at the time. And I think his interest in that brand was also reflective of his, the way that he consumes brands. And, and because of that, his ability to communicate um, with other people that are, uh, you know, uh, brand enthusiasts of, of the slightly more obscure, I guess you could say. So, you know, he would always wear uh, shirts with Johnny Cupcake's logo on it, so I just started calling Maddie Cupcake. And I thought there'd be a tie-in with his earlobes, with the cupcakes. Those are like just little, little skittles, little little like a Toppings? like the cookies that the, the 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 cookies that they make for the holidays that have the little Hershey's Kiss atop. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Them. It's just a, a cranial embellishment, as it were. You know, oh my god dude, wait dude hold on hold on hold on whoa, whoa. Cradial wait, wait, hold on, hold on. wait wait oh yeah look at that yeah you know yep i like what i like i ain't afraid <laughs> to say it you know that's the truth and then and, and we got and we got mr habibi hishi hashi now that he's got a kid he's going by mr so uh that's mr hishi hashi hello sir <laughs> this is you true. know what's funny is i gave them both their names that's amazing. Did you? I, I did. He, he's been Ronnie Hishihashi the whole time. Oh, what, what do you what do you call? What, well, then why haven't you shortened Larry Pangalangalangalang's name then? What is what are you calling him? I call him Pang. Pang. Okay. Hey, I call him Pang or the Pang. Oh, yeah. the Pang. Okay. Yeah, because he's yeah. that's that's someone that needed a a, a shortening there. Is, yeah. uh, is is Larry? Now that he's shorter, now he stopped uh, uh, drinking. He is uh, he has lost some uh, lost some weight. Good for him, good. bro. Yeah, looking looking good. 
You got to hem that name up like a pair of pants. Yeah, that that, that you do. Um, so our so so we so we have we have people on. So we got we got uh, uh, the Hishi Hashi, uh, Rolex Luther cupcakes. Every time cupcakes. that every time that we have somebody on the show that has ever been affiliated with Jeremy McDonald, Jack Sears, Tony Bellotto, or Robert Caldwell, there's I always have to call Jeremy McDonald actually. Thank there's always a, a fecal matter story. There's a poop story. Do you three have I'm a poop, do you three have a poop story that involves Jeremy, Tony, Robert, or Jax? I mean, I got a poop story that involves the business, but not them specifically. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> oh no, I probably yeah, no, I probably have a poop story about them too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I, what have you heard? Guy. The, uh, so, so many so many questions there's so many stories I, I've, I've heard just you yeah I, i'll have to send you the, the links to the videos that we've that we've asked oh, it's always there's always somebody pooping in in their lives that they're coming across and it's just Bro, so poop no happens what are you oh, talking yeah, about? poop happens so cupcakes no i mean you're you're in touch with tony more than anybody being you know Shit, even robert uh <clears throat> uh rodriguez right Oh yeah, even yeah, even uh, uh, Rick Rodriguez. Oh, Rick, he's got sorry, a good Rick poop poop in his pants he story had, on a plane. A a yeah, he poop, he's pooped his plan on a plane. No. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Just decided to eat a a cheesesteak when he was in Philadelphia moments before getting on a plane. No, he got to Philadelphia. Is this why we sponsors? Made a cheesesteak. Yeah. Shit his pants and then thought it was a good idea six hours later to yeah. like eat another cheesesteak before boarding a plane. Yeah, and was wearing uh, yeah. white pants, but just packing it in. Yeah, Ron, Ronnie, I, I take Metamucil twice a day, so uh, I, I like It'll the lower uh, added cholesterol. So they say. yeah, been yeah, been adding a soluble fiber to my diet. So uh, good to see that you're uh, you're 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 on board with it. I have the little packs though. So all right. So, These are the change of life conversations that we all need to be comfortable <laughs> to share with each other. You know, like, hey, you know, it's not like, yo, I, you know, we went out and got bottle service and there was this yeah. beer on this boat for an hour and, you know, all the, it's like, hey, so <laughs> I take fiber and it's changed my life, you know. I call I, it know, the Metamucil it, challenge. I challenge yeah. myself to drink Metamucil every day and I like to drink it before it coagulates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I drink it twice. Is real. Yeah, I drink it twice a day, 15 minutes before a meal. So it gets that uh, uh, everything going. So yeah, but yeah, you're right. That you know we should I, be talking I don't about bottles. The show. I, I, I just want to point out that what I did is I got this little bottle of fake fiber that didn't work. I've been taking this since I was a child. I use a Gatorade bottle, put the half of an inch at the bottom, shake it, and then done. No coagulation. Half, it, half an inch of just fiber? A, just a tip. Uh, yes, sir. You know, you know who got me on fiber is. Uh, Mike S of Cigar Hustler fame. Oh, really? Shout out to right. him. And this guy right here. Also. So why don't you yes, ask Mike S? Happy birthday. Mike Steps on Cabbage, which Jedi got him on that? Yeah. Oh, did you, you do that? You check your Sanford son. Of course I'm the person who put him. I, I've been doing the Metamucil Challenge since I was eight. I have to get aggressive <laughs> about shit like that. I own the Metamucil Challenge. I, what, <clears> if, you're, if he was graced <clears> with that info from you and he passed it on to me. It's almost like he should you pass it on and say, I got it from another Jedi changed my life, you know? Right. But, but he should say where he got it from, especially when well, I'm going to reassign shirt. credit to, to you. Wait, hold on. Does everyone see like what? Okay. Hold on. I do that. I'm pointing at who cakes or hash hash hash. 
cakes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now I know what to. Okay. Now. Okay. Now I know. Okay. All right. Pardon me, Matt. Do you know what my nickname was in, in high school? Hatch. Uh, was it Hatch? Yeah, they used to call me that. The guys, the stoners would call me Hash, and then mm -hmm. uh, everybody else shortened the name to Hash, and then some called me Harsh after they got my disposition, you know, brought to their attention. And then you, of course, gave me the fame name of Habibi Hishi Hash. I, I just thought well, I'd reject that for the Everything audience. comes together. Correct. It, it, it's, it, everything it's, comes it's, together. Wow. It's funny, too. Mike, Mike, Mike has also given me medical <laughs> advice. And it, yeah. and it yeah. saved me throughout through the whole pandemic. Bro. <laughs> Every so wait, Terry, are you on you Fiber do? Dog? Are you the odd man out here? I mean, or is this Fiber no, Five I'm, on this show? I can't Maybe? I can't drink the fiber. I have to take it in pill form. But yeah, I take it. But I don't need it. it. You should get the gummies. Oh, yeah. Why don't you why why can't you drink it? I don't I don't like it. I just take the pill. It's fine. Care care, do you do you uh, supplement your uh No, I don't need it. Why don't you need it? I don't need fiber. I, I'm Sounds a, a little. I'm, I'm, I'm a. I'm a no, I'm a very regular and a uh, consistent pooper. No, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not about that. It's about like I said cholesterol. Uh, it's about yeah. It's it's good. It's good for you. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I could. Uh, I think if I did that, I probably would spend most of my day in the toilet then, since I already have a pretty good regular schedule. Yeah. Well, company long time greater than rabbit turds. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna say I agree with Ben. Let's yeah, this is not right. what a panel talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, this is this is a this is what a think tank talks yeah. about. Listen, I listen. I am an influencer, and I am trying to get a big deal from a big company, uh, Metamule. Soul. Well, let's yeah. let's get my man his deal. Yeah, let's, let's get him his deal. So, so yes, Ben, we're we're gonna we're gonna move on. So. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna. Uh, I, I know Ronnie's got some things we'll talk about here shortly, but uh, we want to, uh, we want to start off the con uh, uh, the tonight's uh, topic. Like I said earlier, I only have two questions, so the first one is going to be a little bit long, so uh, just uh, bear with me. Over before the last few years, question, can I ask a question about the question that you're asking before you ask yes. the question regarding the yes. question? What do so, you got? Sweet um, Jesus. You know, I, I <laughs> wish to God you guys would have told us the format of this show because I was just getting ready to eat a cheeseburger. And he had sent me a message that was biblical that I didn't read. And, and then what happened was I thought we were supposed to come on to the show after he asked you these questions. And now I didn't look back at my notes to see about the questions. So we had misinformation to start the show. And then Talk I was the trying to get the dialogue cohesive. And then what he did is he lied to you and told you he was talking to me. He was only looking at a video I sent him. So I just want to let you know I'm not prepared for this show. I'm still going to do it. But I, I feel, you know, I, I should have been prepped. That's all I do. You want, do you want to bow out for five minutes and do no, some no, 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 no. calisthenics? No. I take my Miso at night to relieve the shit during the day. I'm good. I'm good. Ronnie. I mean, it doesn't sound good. Ronnie, you know. how's the baby? Oh, the baby's well. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> so, all right. So we're we're gonna dive in deep into tonight's conversation. Jesus Christ. So, all right. <laughs> this is this is Matt, Matt, Matt. You and I kind of touched on this when we were on the phone last week. So, um, touchy, over touchy. over the last few years, there seems to be a new breed of cigar brand owner, cigar lounge owner, and cigar influencer that has taken negativity to a whole new level. They seem to thrive on it. They promote that they are either keeping it real, usually that means attacking the old guard, or they're bringing fresh new ideas to a stagnant industry. 
the three of you have been in this business obviously longer than, than Karen, my, Karen and I. So uh, my question is, is this something that's new or is this something that you've seen before that's now just come back into vogue? This, this negativity in, in, this, in this industry that we're seeing on, on a level that I haven't, I've only been in this for five years. I've never seen, I've never seen this before. Well, now, now that's an interesting, that's an interesting way to table that, right? Because, you know, when I came into the business, now this is through my lens. Now, mind you, I, I had given you a little background on these two beefcakes earlier as to how I respect them, not only as the gentlemen that they are, but also their perspective, because each one of them has a very different perspective through their lens of the business simultaneously, right? We're all seeing the same thing from different angles, right? When I came into the business, it was nothing but you know, bunny rabbits and daffodils. I was madly in love with the business and everyone in it. I mean, of course, over time I had to, you know, temper that nonsense a little bit, but I still, you know, I still, look, I'm forward focused. So it's not that I have blinders on. Um, I, I don't think that I see or pick up on a lot of what you're talking about because I'm far more focused on doing what I need to do for our brand and our business, right? Um, I do, uh, you know, if I was going to comment on what you were saying, I think that I don't, I don't believe now you guys could correct me if I'm, if I'm, if you feel that I'm wrong, but I don't think that level of crying on the internet existed when we started. But then again, the internet didn't really exist. The way it does today. And I think that, that, uh, you know, uh, you know, troll culture is kind of caught up with the business. So, you know, I've always said that our beloved industry is always like, I don't know, 10 to 12 years behind, right? And that's not a slight, it's just a fact, right? And so if we're 10 to 12 years behind getting, you know, the, you know, the onset of online troll culture now, I think is probably on track with how everything else develops in the game. Does that make sense? It, it does. Or am I it, completely off track? It, it, it does. It does. It does make sense. Um, cupcakes, thoughts? It's, 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 there's always been the guys on the four, like before discord and TikTok and Instagram. And we had to be on all these like VB bulletin forums or cigar aficionado forums or what have you. There's always they been smoke screens to communicate. There, there's always <laughs> those guys that get their jollies from causing a problem. Like they don't get to do that kind of stuff in their regular life or their regular job. They want to push out not not even necessarily misinformation but just the the buzzword topics that you know get a lot of clout or people talking to them or reactions or whatever it is it's just currently there's so many forms of social media and the way the algorithms work or whatever will build all the cigar stuff towards you or put cigar stuff towards you you're going to see it all more so i mean in some regards they've always been there it's just we have access to everybody at all times. Our phones are like, we're like doctors always on call. Every, you know, different time zones, different anything. You just bombarded with all the information. We just have access to it more, but there's all, there's always going to be those guys or the haters or the people making commentary. And then some of them are speaking facts because they're putting out the information that goes on behind closed doors or whatever. It's just one of those things where information in all facets, no matter just the cigar industry, we have access to more. You just have to decide with like the misinformation, what's real, what's not and formulate your own opinions. That's just the biggest problem is the people following there's, it's just a, 
it's a virtue signaling and follower culture right now. There's no one leading the charge like Booth has done in the past or other guys have done in the past. It's just a different thing. More people are in it and more people are doing it. And we just get more of the good and more scars, but we also get more of the bad and the people just causing problems. Professional. I just realized something. (laughs) Isn't Ronnie one of the trolls? (laughs) Now I love him. But isn't he always popping his mouth off on the internet? Isn't that like part of what he does? Like, and I'm not saying that as like a slight, I mean, you know, I, I, he's a very dear friend of mine, you know, but isn't he, and he just left. Yeah. He didn't want to, he couldn't take your succulent lobes any further. Is that is that is that hey, why he is that why story he of my life. Like, yeah he's like he is it? To, he's gonna come back. He just had to have that cheeseburger, man. Yeah, I was gonna it, say he's very passionate about that d- cheeseburger. D- does he does he think this is an intervention? He's like, I know what's going on here. This this is you know an what, inter- this dude. Is an intervention. He, cut, he his the his uh, you know self preservation. Oh, hold on. Oh, hello. Oh no, that's Karen now. That's all right. It felt oh, good. It's over there now. I feel like I'm not. You got, uh, you got a little distance now. We'll, 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 we'll put everybody back to where, I got where they a, were. Okay, there. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I programmed that earlier. I can't change. That's that. it. So Ron, Ron, yeah. Ronnie, you got you, you, you're. Are you there? It's got this. Got that that Detroit Wi-Fi. Got and that, dude, and I, and I would. Yeah, it's just as good as their water. You know, <laughs> I, I would say that. You know, I don't think we should dwell like on negativity, but it is an interesting question. I think that it's pertinent, you know, across, you know, several different issues or, or, or subjects, right. In terms of how the business or how, how the game and brand game evolves over the years, right. As things change, you know, but you should not no, Damn it. God damn it. He should speak on it. I think the, the, he the, wants the, to. The, the man that goes live seven times a day on, yeah. on, on his, on his various platforms, you know, and then there's a hamster that it's a uh, the wheel actually powers the, the Wi-Fi in this grid. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Ronnie's for yeah. Uh-oh. You know, you're you're well. I mean, he probably has better Wi-Fi at the shop. You know, you think about it, he's at home now, so probably only afford the the good Wi-Fi at uh, at, at one of those places. Uh-huh. So he's got a baby. He's got probably had to cut out TV, um, everything else. Look at him, though. Is he wearing like a Gilligan's Island captain's hat, or am I? Is it just the <laughs> angle? I don't have my glasses. He can't, he can't respond. To, yeah, yeah, just the, just the angle. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting, he's getting all mad now. So, uh, Ronnie, <laughs> what, what do you got? What do you got going really on? Good in a captain's hat, I think. I mean, I for whatever that's worth. I don't, I don't know. You think he'd look at? I don't think he'd look in a captain's hat. I think I he would. You know, yeah. like like Ted Knight think, and Caddyshack. Yeah, his headwear, I think, is a good look for him. I think some sort of like taller, uh, you know, top hat. Uh, possibly like a golf cap with the snap. I think the, all these yeah. things would look very nice on him. Yeah, he, he he has a headwear. You need it. I, I think, think it looks good on him. Yeah, and a little rascal's hat. Ronnie yeah. has some nice hair though. Yeah, yeah. He he does he does have some has some nice hair. So while while we're waiting waiting for Ronnie to come back, um, so so we're talking about negativity. You know, go, going back best. going back going back to the bloggers. You know, back back when you guys first got into this industry, uh, Matt, I, I you know I don't think you were a blogger. You were definitely a uh, a gifted essayist, um, uh, p- putting out some good some good articles. I mean, could be considered blogging in uh, in today's terms. But did you ever see this attack on these? I talked about earlier about the old guard. 
you know, like it's it's getting bad. Like just just people just out there attacking. It, you know, you know, I, I've seen them attack you, uh, Carlito. Um, you know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these older guys, Papin, Pete Johnson, Robert Caldwell. Seems like nobody is is off limits nowadays. Um, was was that ever? Was that ever a thing? You know, back back in the day. No. No, people, I think in general, especially guys in my position that were coming in to the business in, in 09 or, or previous prior to that, you know, I, I always, you know, uh, gave credit and respect to everyone that came before me because I saw them as, uh, as the people that laid the foundation that I was walking upon. Right. Like yeah. it, if, if the Padrones and, and the Fuentes and Pepin and Pete and Dion and all these guys had not done their work and and uh, invested themselves in this craft the way that they did. I would have never been able to do what I do, you know. And and that's and that's true today as it was then and will forever be, right? So you know to to shit on people that put the foundation beneath your feet. Well, I mean, I don't even know who we're talking about. And I guess you would have to say if you're talking like that there's a question of if there's even any relevance to their presence here. Right. But, you know, I think that anyone um, in my position is nothing but grateful for uh, everyone's contribution to the, to the industry and the community and the culture that makes it possible for me to do what I do. Period. Yeah. Do you agree with that cupcakes? Yeah, I agree. You just paying homage to the, you know, not even necessarily old guard, but and boots part of the new guard with yeah you know Dion and Pete and uh, Huber or JD or anybody really uh, you 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 have to pay the respect to exactly what he said the people who laid the foundation I'm just thankful that when I came into the industry the first couple people I met were Maddie and Pete and Dion and those guys and I was able to grow up in the industry with those guys on my team. So I've been very fortunate. Let's not get carried away with grow up, but yes. <laughs> Evolve. No, it was still very immature, but you, you, know, yes. you know, you know. Yes. I know. Oh, I know. But in the, yeah, it, it's, it's shock value and mark. It's shock value and mark. Yeah. And I mean, access. you know, the... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And it's access. Like when I started, you know what I mean? There wasn't there wasn't huge on Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff, you know. No one had access to go after any of the big dogs or the or the the people who have been doing it forever. Now yeah, it's just they, anybody can case, say whatever I, they want. Yeah, but I, dude, I have to add to that. I have to add a little extra guac to that beautiful uh, service that you're giving there, man. I think that even if they had the opportunity back then, they wouldn't have dared to do that. I, I just think that there was a bit more respect, man. That that's uh, I, that I mean, that's where that that's kind of where I was going with that. Like I said, you know, like if if they had access back then, like I don't think it, it you know, that they would have done that. You know, like it's just I, it's, I don't it, believe they would have. I, I would be surprised. <laughs> I mean, as surprised as I could be, uh, you know, I guess nothing can surprise me anymore. But <laughs> but I I don't believe that that would have been the case then, as it is today. You know. I think that, you know, I think that, that people are desperate to promote themselves. I think that if you keep, you know, someone of, of note in your mouth, it, mm-hmm. it's a, a ploy to capture attention, you know, 
that's, you know, if, if, you know, and I'm not exactly aware, but you, you mentioned, you know, you had mentioned me earlier being involved in some of this, like, even if I caught wind of anything, I would never even give it the time of day. Cause you have to be, you know, worth a fuck for me to communicate with you. Right. And if that's your disposition, the way you're going to go about promoting your business, obviously you ain't. Ronnie, are you back? Uh, my apologies. Uh, technology has not been my friend today. <laughs> Uh, I was kicked off at the point where you were basically saying that Maddie Cupcakes and I were going to be the the Levi of the industry, and then you were speaking of like Z Cavarici for a minute. Uh, that's where I was. Oh, at. Z Cavarici! You remember those with the tag on the fly, bro? <laughs> you, you know they <laughs> oh they, they, they Matthew hey, they they those were they expensive come, though, man. But my friend, they come to the dance early, and then they were the first out the gate, right? So we'll just see how the rest of the people pan out in the industry. Is Z Cavaricci still around? I'm gonna go buy a pair of Z Cavaricci. Uh, they die. That's that's what I hope the inevitable is for some of the people that you guys were probably thinking of but didn't speak of. So that's what happened to Z Cavaricci. They just die, and Levi mm -hmm. stays forever. Yeah, except the difference would be the Z Cavaricci actually made an impact that we're talking about now, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're absolutely. You know, that's a good Damn. answer. That, that, that is, uh, you you hit that hard. I mean, that, that I felt. I mean, it's true. Right? I felt that deep. I'm I mean, sober, man, so I missed that all together. Had I taken the gummy, I probably would have caught that, but I, I <laughs> went way over my head. Wait, wait. The gummy sharpens you? Gummy oh. sharpens iron? Well, no, it just brings... No, no, no. The, the gummy brings out that other part of the brain that mine is usually shut off most of the time. The, the oh. focus part? It depends. If I yeah. take a sativa, yes. <laughs> so... So, 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 care your, 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 yes. your, your thoughts. I mean, because you've been in this industry Hershey longer, Highway cigar a lot longer Hershey than, longer than, than, yeah, Hershey yeah. Highway cigars. Yes. <laughs> oh, your, 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 your thoughts. Um, just uh, like, like, what, what's going on nowadays? What, what's happening in the, in the cigar world? I think what Matt said last was exactly what was going through my head prior to that is um, just. <clears throat> You know, I think everybody kind of touched on it. You know, there's there's shock value to it. There's people who are looking for their 15 minutes of fame. So, if you want your 15 minutes of fame, you got to kind of shoot and at at the uh, um, cigars by Robert Caldwell for 200. And we lost we we lost Kevin. Um, you said you hadn't had a gummy. We have lost now. Kevin and Jess. But um, I, I, I I think when you're shooting, you know, if you're gonna make try and make a name for yourself, they're always gonna shoot for the top. I was going to shoot the big dog so they can get their, uh, you know, get their 15 yeah. minutes of fame. Yeah, but they and like you said, but done that back in the day. but no, but he, Kim was asking me about now though, Matt, not yeah, back yeah, in yeah. the day. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying now, right now, what I'm observing now, especially when you're talking about, um, you know, it, it it's almost like you know, they, they wear a badge of honor on being cool and badasses to to to, you know, to 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 take the stance, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head perfectly where if they're not worth your, your time, then you know, you're not even going to acknowledge it, but there's a lot of folks who just, if it's that negative, the negativity will get more views than something positive. And I think people go for that. And it's sad because, you know, um, I think it muddles up, a, a you know, an industry where the majority of the people in it are beautiful. Everybody loves one another and everybody has a passion for it and they just have a passion for attention. And if you're yeah, if you have I, a passion for attention, you're doing the wrong thing. If you're, you know, if if you're doing it in this industry, in my opinion. I mean, look, man, I must be a little unplugged, and you're going to have to help me achieve a greater level of understanding, whether it be here or later. But you said that a lot of this muddles up the industry, and you know, I, I'm not. Uh, I guess I'm too fixated on what I'm doing, building our brand, 
continuing to evolve it, uh, you know, and all the other bullshit that I have to deal with on a daily basis to pay much attention. But like, I don't really know that, you know, if somebody's behaving that way, are they actually, uh, you know, are they to be considered part of the industry? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think in your to your point, and you are who you are, which is why you do what you do, and kind of, you know, that's in the periphery. Um, Kevin's question and comment earlier was talking about influencers and everybody else. So when I say that it muddles up the industry, I'm saying in that world of influencers and all of the information that's out there, the stuff that you're kind of blocking out, not everybody, not everybody can block it out. And so you're saying that we there. need Metamucil for the industry. <laughs> Can I, can I say something? Of, extra, uh, yes. And during the course of it. So Matt, I wanted to tell you that you and I have never tell met. Me, um, no, not Matt. Booth. Oh, that uh, yes. Cupcake. I have uh, a bunch of customers of mine, uh, Tom Z and Jesus Estrada have every time yeah. they've come back from Ohio, they've always said, man, how do you not know Matty cupcakes, man? You guys are the same kind of way in the humidor. You guys like the same shit. The stuff you guys don't like, you're both passionate about both of and they always say, you know, you got to talk to this guy. You got to talk to this guy. And that's where I think positivity in the industry comes from because mm -hmm. uh, like-minded people and even competitors, we manage to coexist without stepping on each other's toes when it comes to this, you know, a smaller boutique sector, not the giants. They like to fight. But um, it's funny, you know, when they asked uh, me to come on this show, it was, I talked to Matt uh, earlier and, you know, right when he said your name, the first thing I thought of was Tony's shop, but nobody ever talks about Tony to me. Nobody ever talks about, they talk about his dad being a great character, but everybody equates you to the the cigars that they have in the shop. And it's more your persona in that shop. And I just want to tell you kudos, man, because, you know, you've never, I've had people come to my shop and actually tell me that they said Secreto might have them if you're in Detroit. And uh, that was years past when we started with Robbie. So I just want to tell you, thank you, man. No, th thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony and Gino, um, gave me a shot with one of their stores and they've been super good to me and they're like family to me. And, uh, it's just been, it's been a good run, but yeah, Tom, Tom and, and, and KP and some of the boys talk about you highly as well. And, uh, eventually when I get back up, uh, to Michigan, I'll have to swing by and we'll have a cigar and, Definitely, brother. and, 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 and shoot the breeze. You guys should bit. French kiss. Yeah, I'm married now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. eh, cigar dude, it doesn't. I mean, Ali knows that doesn't count. Come on, man, you know the drill. Yeah, especially. No. If you, oh, I'm sorry. Well, especially if you much. if you go to if you go to Mich or if you go to Ohio, then it's like different zip codes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You guys travel to each other. You share a cigar. He's going to bring you some sort of ceremonial. Giftitious. If type we share thing. a cigar, is that not French kissing to some degree? It's sort yeah. of like French kissing. Both of our saliva, you know, if we shared a cigar, that's essentially a kiss. Oh yeah, we're smoking the same cigar at the same. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially a kiss. I mean, however, you guys have to get a, you know, get your head wrapped around it. I just, I just. Think Henderson does that disgusting stuff in the humidor. He'll cut yeah, away the cigars if I want herpes, the, and then he goes like this and hands it to yeah. me. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? That's a that's uh. a factory thing forever, man. They just full. I'm all set. <laughs> Full saliva dousing of the plant rod, and then just the the gripping, the grip and rip, <laughs> yeah. as it were, of the 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 saliva that has not yet soaked into that that can be kind of <laughs> pulled off the 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 surface layer. You know, that's taken off yeah. into the palm of the other gentleman, and then fed. Yeah, it's a nice moment. And, and, and then you got the cigar milking. You know, for when it does soak. You know, a little far in. You know, it's cigar milking. 
Yeah, milking. cigar milking. Cigar milking. Yeah, milking the cigar. <laughs> so I, I, I've, I've, I've seen that people trying to squeeze the spit out. Uh, you ever seen that in the lounge? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That's interesting. Casey, yeah. have you seen that? <laughs> a cigar. I've never somebody seen ring, thing, somebody you know? ring out their cigar. Yeah, it gets too moist, and they've got to like, like they ring it, like oh, milk it into the ashtray. You've never seen that? Uh, I am. Uh, I've seen people yeah. milk it cut further down on the cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. That's what I. I just cut further down on the cigar, but you know, I guess if you want every last nook and cranny, you'll milk a cigar. Um, yeah, see, even things I never wanted to know about this. Yeah, Daryl just cut that part off. Yeah. So, Ronnie, so you're yeah. you're you're more you're more <laughs> up to you know you're you're on my level when it comes to dealing with these trolls, seeing these trolls because they, they they troll you. Um, like what what's what's going on? What why why is it? Why is the why does it seem like there's more trolls now and they have a huge fucking following? You'll get these guys that have thousands of followers. And and all they do is talk talk shit about everybody. You know what what is what is going on? What are your thoughts on that, Ronnie? I really don't put much thought to it. Um, it, it is what it is. I mean, we get reported all the time. It's I, we don't really get trolled. We get reported, yeah. and when we do get trolled, it's usually by somebody insignificant, uh, not even worth discussing on this platform. It only fuels them. But uh, usually, when I'm you know a chocolate chip, a singular chocolate chip in a cookie barks your name they just want to be a cookie and they want to get bit into and unfortunately um when you're doing it through social media you really can't get bit can you you can get reported that's the worst that can happen so i i really don't like oh. to give them much weight i mean a mere chocolate mm. chip a more a morsel and a big cookie i i don't know that the two you know well but i don't consider myself I, even the whole cookie i'm like a half bit cookie but still i would oh, consider you're, myself you're part of the cookie <laughs> I have a question, Ronnie. So, like, you say you get um, reported, but that, like, affects, like, things that you can promote and do for your... Yes, yes, I'm constantly... Matt was the reason why I opened up my second account and called it Heavy Judiciation. I don't let any brand owners are not on there. I don't allow any, any... Anybody who's not... Even another retailer, they're not there. It's just for me and my consumer base because... We kept getting rep- I got reported for animal cruelty and sexual behavior when I posted the Tatuaje monsters. I oh. thought that was kind of funny. Um, I wish I could get reported for some shit like that. I, I have no, screencasts on that. shit out of <laughs> The stuff I've been reported for is crazy. It's only yeah. a cigar. It's only ever a cigar, and it's always being reported for deviant behavior. Well, so bro, I think that's you know the, the inner. Deal, bro, that's an attack on your business by a competitor that wants you. You know, because they know yeah. the bulk of your business is done online, bro. That's a straight up attack. You know, a faceless ghost of a hoe has taken a strike at you. <laughs> you know, that needs and, to be uh, on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, these questions are actually quite morbid. I have a, I asked my consumers to about questions to ask Matt in a rapid fire type situation and. I look at these Let's questions go. compared to the dog rockets that you guys are presenting before us today. I don't even know why I fucking came onto this TV show. Oh my god! This is like a low yeah. in my day. Yeah, give this me. A, I need a Prozac. I've never taken one. Is it going to give me a euphoric feeling? Because I can't take gummies anymore. <laughs> what well, do you, you come so, with a question, bro? Come, 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 well, come. The first one. This was a, a one I didn't Scary know the spice. answer to. I'm assuming no, no. These were like some questions. One of them said, "Matt, how old were you when you joined the Marines?" I was 18. The next question was, where were you stationed? 
Uh, permanent duty station was 29 Palms, but we deployed uh, to Asia several times. The third one was how many, how many have you killed? Oh, no. How many people did you kill while in the military? Indirectly or directly? That's a good question. It was a broad question. I don't know that answer. Okay. I can't tell you how the consumer thinks. They just wanted to while know. I was in? No, but. Yes. That, le that leads to your next question, Ronnie. You know, while he well, was no, in. I need the first well, one because, I, because the next question was, how many have you killed since you left? <laughs> <laughs> you know we can't talk about that on Black Star. Okay, so then the next one was, what's your favorite country to visit? Fuck, man. Besides the na besides the nation of Detroit to come see Peru? you. Um, I mean, look, I'm kind of torn. There, I love traveling, right? So, you know, I love, I of course love Japan, fucking love Thailand, love the shit out of Thailand, man. But I love Europe too, man. I love see, I just want to see it all. Europe, yeah. Europe's a pretty broad term there. You're like Europe, any, anywhere, anywhere in particular? I, I have really enjoyed myself in France. I've really enjoyed myself in Belgium. Um, now, when you say it Spain. like that, that just, uh, that, uh, <clears throat> I, I, you feel like you got to expand on that when you say I've enjoyed myself in France. You know I mean, look, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. But I mean, dude, look, the French countryside is beautiful. Like the city of Paris is fucking amazing. Right. It's it's fun as fuck, you know, um, you know, but if you trip around the country, I mean, it's fucking gorgeous, man. A lot, a lot, you know, a lot of really cool experiences you can have over there. Before I get to the next question, you know, you said that, and I always thought that before we met that you were of some part of Asiatic descent uh, by way of Japanese suit, uh, the Sakura little thing, the foo. I always said that you little swinny eyes and you had the nice tapered hair before you turned into Gandalf Booth. And, uh, <laughs> you know, even even the way you came into the industry, you know, you had that Bruce Lee type thing. You were enter the dragon. It was enter the booth. And then... Uh, you know, you, you went you your way so, and it was man. like, yeah, well, then, you know, then you, you had a, a hiatus and then it was, it was Return to the Dragon is what it was, came to America, Way of the Dragon. You showed us the art Return. form and uh, you've kind of been like a Bruce Lee type of person in the industry. Okay. You've been punching and kicking since you got in. I have. I've been punching and kicking and getting punched in the face the whole time. It's so, so. So why why Spokane? Why well, I mean you, you you've traveled the world in the military. Why, how did you yeah? How did you set roots in uh in in the the Pacific Northwest? Uh, we came up here to help take care of my mom. Oh, okay. You know they they had relocated here from L.A. Um, and I came up here to help take care of them. Mm -hmm. tell tell us about Mama Booth a little bit. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about. Oh your mom. shit, Mama Bo Donna Booth. Mama Booth is a Donna. legend legend you know um didn't grow up with too much but not, no one in my family did right uh and i mean until my son and uh you know she uh lived in la her whole life ended up becoming a registered nurse um you know and uh i think it was an example for a lot of people to follow man you know worked uh 60 hour work week every week cleaned the entire house cooked every meal made sure that you know, although, you know, I might have wanted for a great deal of things I never needed, uh, you know, and I think that that uh, I think that in itself is is um, a form of wealth. Right. You know, I never I never went to bed hungry, you know, and 
that was all thanks to her. And she linked up with my stepdad, Tom, who's another fucking legend. And, uh, you know, they've been at it ever since. And now, and now in her time of need, we all take care of her, you know? So, so, so tell us a little bit about Tom. What, what, what is, what is, what, what's Tom? What, so what does he do? Tom, Tom was also a, a registered nurse and they met at Daniel Freeman uh, hospital in Inglewood. Um, uh, back in the day, there are actually pictures of him holding me, uh, when I was fre- uh, freshly born, he was a oh, freshie. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been, he's effectively been like my dad. Right. And, uh, I've always said, Tom, Tom is like, a an old Japanese man that was born into a white guy's body from New Jersey. <laughs> and he was, and he, and he was born uh, and he lived uh, and was raised in East Orange, New Jersey on a small farm, uh, and lived in a shack with no plumbing, uh, with five family members. Right. And, uh, he went in the service in the air force, uh, when he was of age and, and traveled the world and ended up back and landed himself in, in Los Angeles and put himself through school at night and, uh, you know, and worked during the day and, uh, or maybe it was work at night and school in the day, whichever one it was, his life was very fucking consumed. And, uh, then he met my mom at the hospital and that was, that was a wrap. And then they wanted to leave the city, uh, and they ended up relocating in, in Spokane. Right, right Which on. Which me to my next question that my customers had asked of you. How old were you mm. when you lost your virginity? Twelve. Okay, and then it says, do you remember his name? Oh, I yes. her name. It was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen this is actually a serious question now. These are ser- what do are you want the cigar questions? industry to write about you when you have left the industry? What would you want the world to think about you, write about you? What would you want them to say about Matt Booth? They would say, thank God someone finally paid him enough to leave. Seriously, though, what would you want them to think about your tenure, say about your tenure? Uh, well, what I want them to say. I don't know, man. Uh, I'd want it to, I'd want it to be honest, whatever it was, you know, uh, maybe get a little credit or shout out for some of the things that we, you know, we came to the table with, uh, in terms what of you what inspired? we did with our brand. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I played a part, you know, I don't think that's too cocky to say that. No, I think you reshape packaging nope. in this industry. I think you changed the way people presented their cigars. I think the way that, you know, your whole vibe when you, came crushing especially when Namakubi dropped that was like i think everybody reevaluated their packaging i mean look Namakubi was really when the rubber hit the road for us as a brand right that was really kind of when we caught stride and i figured out like through through a bit of trial and error and a little bit of pain painful exercise right how how i wanted to authentically represent our brand and that was it Namakubi. i if you wanted to look at original Namakubi, i mean that's really that is that's the soul of room 101, the beginning. Even the last question beginning. relates opposite to that. It uh, said, what do you want your son to say about you? Ooh. Ooh. Lord Grayson. What do I want my son to say? Yeah, because, you know, the cigar world would be an ant as far as life would go when it came to perspective oh, yeah. of your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what would you sure. want him to I, say about you? I mean, I think... I, you know, man, someday long after I'm gone, I want him to be kicking it with his family that he's built um, uh, on top of the, you know, the value system that we've afforded him, or hopefully, 
uh, infused into his, his beautiful little cranium, right? And I want him to kick his head back and I want him to give me a shout out, you know, that uh, long before he was of any age to have any concept of what the fuck was going on, I've been building a system for him that was never afforded to me. And, you know, I plan to show him things that are based on my entire, you know, my, my finish line is his starting line, right? So I just want him to give me a little shout out, um, I guess, in regards to that, if that makes sense. He will so, 100. So, so um, everybody's got kids here. We, we had this conversation at work a couple of weeks ago when uh, um, one, one of the- Hank's got no kids. Hank, well, no, Hank, that he knows about. That he knows okay. About. He knows about kids. You know, he, he knows of them. You know, he, he's seen them out, out in the wild, you know, zoos and stuff. I mean, so. I meant he, the kids that he knew that were his. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know anything that are his. So, so, so Matt Care, we talked about a gentleman at work prior to the show, but but he, he, had, he had brought up something. He said something, that, and I've heard before, this is the worst time in history to be raising kids. And me... I say, I mean, I, my, my granddaughter's five, my, my grandson's three. You know, I think there is no better time in the history of mankind to be raising children. Everybody, oh, like the 30s was the good time, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, whatever. What, what's, what's everybody's thought on that? Is this, is, this a, is this not the best time? And if it's not, when would you rather raise your kids? I think it's always the best time, bro, to continue to populate the earth with good quality humanoids. Right. People that are have have quality of character, uh, content of character. You know, it, it's the shit's always fucked up. And I think generationally, you know, uh, I think people will say, oh, my God, it's not like what I remember as a kid. And it's worse in these ways. And so I don't want to bring a kid into the world. But I think you're right, Kevin, man. I think I think there's no better. There's always no better time because the world is always in critical and dire need of good quality people, right? I mean, the shitheads shouldn't reproduce. Obviously. Technologically, I think it's the best time to raise a child because we're afforded technologies and other things that we weren't afforded when people were having kids when you were younger. But I would go back to just my upbringing and say I would love to have brought her up in exactly my upbringing um, through the 70s. But in reality and totality, right now, would be, she would have been afforded the ability for me to watch her from a camera in my room when she's with her mom you know, I, I, that's the part about it now that I say there's no better time than now. Technology is what makes it better. The things that the kids are afforded to make their lives more comfortable, I think it's amazing. And they see I, the beginning of Skynet. Yes. <laughs> care, care. What, 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 are, what are your thoughts? That is the beginning of Skynet. Yeah. I don't know um, what Skynet is. It's a it, Terminator thing. You, Terminator we'll, thing. We'll go over that later. Yes, that's the second part of the show. Um, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, it, there's every generation is going to have complaints of of the current generation. Um, you know, like Ronnie said, this is a, a, a great time with technology. But I also think that it's a perfect time to be able to teach your children how to balance this great, convenient technology with some of the things that we kind of grew up with in the 70s and the 80s, where there was a lack of technology where you did appreciate being unplugged and actually you know, being a part of the social real world. Because I think that now there's just the, the, the social awkwardness has grown just because of the lack of social interaction. So it's, it's, it's an opportune moment right now. 
cupcakes th thoughts I, 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 you, you do you want kids do you, you, you would you like to have some some children <clears throat> if, if, it, if it's in my cards I'm game if it's not it is what it is but I think one bro no rush uh, all right good 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 the uh it's it's really just a proponent of of, of what what care said of separating the technology from the day-to-day -day. if you can allow them to still like my generation i feel like was like the last people that like ran around the woods with bb guns and played outside and came home when the light when the when the when the street lights went on we had to be home like that kind of thing like we made our own fun we ran around and like did all that stuff and ran around the neighborhoods or whatever and then now like my nephew just wants to play like Fortnite with me or show me the next roblox thing or do whatever nice so type. i mean i'm not <clears throat> you know raising a kid but i think if it's if you can teach them that that technology is there for good and not the only thing that there is, then yeah. Yeah. I think, dude, everybody on here was born in analog and is now living in digital, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I'm grateful for that perspective too. That's know? it. Now, now what about starting a, um, uh, to, to get back on the cigar side of it, what about yes. starting, what about starting a cigar company, starting a cigar lounge, a brand, um, is this, is this, the, is this, is this the best time, Matt? I mean, if you had no. to start, if you had to start all over again, would you have, you know, would you have rather, uh. would you have rather started it when you <laughs> did or start it now and, and today? Okay. Now, look, I don't normally, well, first of all, I don't normally even think before I speak. It just kind of like flows <laughs> out. Like I had a colonoscopy Friday morning. It's like, I had this colon blow situation. I was like, oh my God, this is like how I... I expel thoughts from my mouth. So, and I ne definitely don't normally repeat things that other people say, but I think, I think that, I think that, uh, this would be passable and cleared in terms of repeating. So I'm going to say it. So once upon a time, I have, I have a luxury and an honor of being friends with a great deal of, of guys that are my senior in the game. And I've gone to them over the years uh, uh, for advice. Right. And, you know, not limited to, uh, Jonathan drew, but once upon a time, he and I were on a phone call. Right. And he asked me, and this was, and this was at a time when, and not to be so like, uh, dick out about it, but I, if you were going to examine our trajectory in the business, I'm pretty sure that this was probably when we were probably at the peak of our popularity on the first go around. Right. Um, and he asked me, he said, Booth, if you knew what you know today, then would you start your brand now? Does that make sense? Did I yeah. just fuck that mm -hmm. up? Did I fuck that up? It was no. like then and now. He said, would no, you, you start it. your brand now? And I said, absolutely fucking not. And you know what he said? He said, neither would I. Now, now, and at the time he had just sold his fucking company. So because there's a time, love you, Jay Drew, there's a time uh, in grade kind of thing going on, you know, and, you know, there's and and I don't think that that can be. Well, no, it can't be taken away from us. My tent peg is in the sand of time at a certain place <laughs> long before a lot of this other shit popped up, man. And, and that can never be taken away from myself or a brand. But I definitely wouldn't want to start a brand now. Now, now, why, why not? Is it um, the, the, the competition that's out there? Is it just, is it the, 
what what would be what would be the one oh, dis- man, the, the, guess... the one thing like like why why not? I'm rethinking what I just said. Hold on. <laughs> you know what, man? I'll echo some of the sentiment that I put forth when I was answering your question about kids. I think that there's never a bad time if you and and to translate what I said about the kids and their content and character and blah blah blah. I mean, if if you have a uh, a valid concept that has merit, that has a that genuinely has merit, and is going to add something and contribute to our community, our culture, the business. I don't think that that should ever be less than welcome, right? I think that you should roll that fucker out any day of the week, all day, you know? Um, It's going to be a progressively more hostile landscape within which you launch your endeavor. But if it should have merit and it should be worth a fuck, you're going to survive that and you're going to grow up and your starting point is just going to be now and and we're going to move on and... And then in 10 years, we're all going to be bullshitting about how the game has changed again and again, you know? So I think, yeah, I think, you know, I'll take back what I said. I I don't think, I think it's an overwhelming thought for a guy like me that's been in the game almost 15 years, right? Like to start, you know, theoretically start over and how I would do it now with how things are versus the way they were then. Um, But somebody that's starting fresh doesn't have that experience. They're brand new, you know? It's it's not necessarily as easy as that either, though, given the situation. I think it's harder now than it ever has been. I mean, bro, when right. I started Cakes, when I when we launched Room 101, okay, that was a big fucking deal that there was a new brand. And oh, I this remember. This is kind it. of interesting Vividly. for you. Vividly. Kevin Shanahan. Remember Shim- it. Shimmy Shammy Shanahan. <laughs> you should fucking peek your ears up and listen to this. It was, a, it was an earth-shattering bit of news to understand that a new brand concept had been launched into our world and especially double down on that a boutique brand yep that was big fucking news now it's like cat buys a bundle of cigars off of ci and and prints (laughs) some labels at kinko's and and posts five pictures on instagram and now they have a cigar brand like there wasn't that kind of access back then you know it was a big fucking deal you know, I mean, dude, no, everybody yeah. from the entire business came by our booth to sniff, you know, butt sniff me and see what the fuck I was about. <laughs> me, me, in, me included. That's how we met. And that's how we met. It was an exercise in butt sniffing, wait, butt sniffing. And then we got to know, you know, that we potentially liked each other's <clears throat> scent. And we went well, off had, into the future as friends. Yeah, you had, you had fill in a bottle of Malort. So it was it was a it was a different experience walking into the booth. But that was the same thing. I saw you pop up on the scene with spiky hair and bling and i'm like what this isn't my this isn't what like i was a purist you know it was all it was all still rainbows and unicorns you know and the industry well, was, and that's interesting too, that's being because maddie cupcakes and many people like him would have been who the fuck is who the fuck does this guy think he is what is his intention with my right. beloved industry let i'm gonna go 100%. There and talk to this young whippersnapper See what the fuck he's about. You yeah, know, march my happy ass right over there. Like, What's up? Yeah. yeah. And, like and, like and, I could do anything. What? I was brand I was brand new too, but I was like, no, this isn't gonna fly. But I understand the sentiment. I get that. You know. So so that so that wasn't a thing at, at the RTDA each year. There was a dozen new brand owners just popping up. Just one IPCPR, year. settle down time traveler. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, at the we RTD, just, you know, you know what? By the way, and by the way, I do like that because I talked to some of my like vet friends that are like my senior. <laughs> I'm like, dude, now I get to sit. You've been doing this thing the whole time I've been in the business. You're like, oh, you know, back at the RTDA. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <clears throat> VIP CPR. We were doing the thing, and I'm like, damn. Fucking legend. And now I get to do that. I'm like, oh, no, excuse me. I mean, the PCA. But yeah. but there's there are guys that can like double down on. It. Oh, wait. so 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 there wasn't. So you you were it. You showed up and you're like the first new guy. And, you know, and well, I don't think well, but, I was the first new guy, but I was one of the first. Yeah. If I may to take a stab up. at it at the at the velocity that I, we were we were coming through. The I door. just. <clears throat> I just want to make one one quick one quick comment. When you were talking about your your last question, like back in the day, back then we like as retailers or the industry or consumers or anything, we were lucky for a brand to come out with one cigar for the whole year, whether it was a core line. Like we went to the show hoping Matt came out with Daruma after Namakubi, and we 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 went and you're like, oh, still Namakubi, and we're like, damn, I hope something something's coming down the pipeline soon. Now it's like. Every three days, someone's like, "Look at this thing! Look at this thing! Here's this thing!" So it was a whole different. It was a whole different world back then. It was a totally different experience. But we created no, that Ecuador. Yep, we created 100%. that monster. Yep, so, so, Ronnie, what about you? Hash, say, you uh, wanted uh, to say, yeah, yeah, you wanted to say something. Oh, I was going to talk about, you know, and you said new brands uh, and, you know, I was just going to say there's a lot of things that can influence on the retail side purchasing of a newer brand. Uh, if you may, Vanna, can I call on you to queue up a video for us, please? Yes, uh, that that we what? can. Yes. Um, Dear Matt, sit back, please. Sit back. This is the Hishiashi show now. Let's go, Vanna. I don't know. The zombies are coming. You get to choose three industry people, cigar industry people, to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team. Who do you choose and why? And he asked me, Matt Booth, because he was a Marine, Fuck like yeah. me. Yes. And then uh, Mike, because he's a big motherfucker. I'm going to give all my <laughs> life work to him. <sighs> Who's the third? I might pick Sokka just because he'd scare the zombies if they just looked at him. <laughs> yeah, and yeah that's, my, that's my third pick. Yeah, that's my third pick. I love. I was it. gonna pick somebody smart, but you know. All right, so Mike, we're gonna give you one, and I don't think you've had this question before. So, okay. you can. So the thing is, well, I'm gonna tell you like how inspiring your name alone is. So I was watching that show at like hours after it came on, and. Uh, I ended up buying like, I don't know, 70, 80 bundles of that cigar because he chose you. I had bought 16 of them like when they first came out because he's a fellow retailer. And then I heard him say Matt Booth is his first person he's going to war with. So I ended up going Phosphoro. I, I bought into his concept for throwing you a shout out. I and like that. I dude. Just, I'd have him yeah. on my team too. And Jeff, but the thing I is, is that, you know, it, it's funny because I never even knew he was a Marine and, uh, when he chose you first in his army, I, I said, you know, even a person shouting out your name, I'm giving him a plug and I'm buying their cigars. Uh, and it came out a great cigar. But 
it's funny, Matt. I think that there's a lot of people in the industry when it comes to you and your packaging, not your package. That's it's personal to one person in life. Your packaging. Um, you like it. Your packaging has been one <laughs> thing that I think that sets you apart from everybody on the shelf, right? And then as this evolution Thanks, happened, bro. as a retailer, when you look at your shelf and you say, you know what? I only want one room 101. I don't want the knockoff. I don't want the generic alternative. I don't want – I want real Frosted Flakes, <laughs> Uncle Lee. I don't want the white box with black lettering that has the faux foo. You know what I'm saying? It's like eh, – That was a good one. We should – trademark that somewhere the faux food but uh, (laughs) the thing is though is that there's so many and we don't i'd never believe in throwing shade on anybody in the industry because if you if they catapult themselves into stardom i just hope at some point that they're genuine when they're on a podcast or a show like this and they throw you a shout out and say you know matt booth was super inspiring and then I, i actually just jacked this whole style and made it my own and that's how i sold 15 cigars in the industry but it's important because I hate when I see guys come out with the knockoffs and then the younger consumer base comes and they say, oh, my God, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah, 2013, when it left Tampa and became Namakubi, Ecuador in 2014. That's, you know, that's what happens when you stay around long enough. Right. But when they see it, they're like, did you see this? Did you see well, it? And you're like, yeah, that's like fucking 12 years old. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, I think it's interesting, too, because I remember I went I went back on on the road heavy you know, for phase two of our spread of contagion. And this is when I had just divorced our, our larger scale distribution partner. And I had taken the brand over independently, you know, and I was at a, a, some sort of shenanigatory gathering of cigar reprobates in Knoxville, I believe it was a cigar group and they all traveled there to herf on each other. And so I show up and I'm with the long one and, you know, everybody knows who the fuck he is. Cause he's been on the road steady for the last five years. And I remember meeting up with a couple guys. There were two guys that I remember there from, I believe Cincinnati area. They were consumers, all new faces, all younger cats. And I get in this conversation with this dude, I believe it was JLo who now has a little cigar of his own man. Shout out to you, bro. And we're, he's chatting me up and he's trying to figure out who the fuck I am. And I, I'm trying to explain to him like I did, you know, and there's some, you know, of our ashtrays and shit around and whatever. And I some and it clicks like I point at the food. And I'm like, you know, that's my that's my brand. He said, oh, you're that guy. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm that guy. That's me. And that was within a very short period of time because the the consumer pool revolves, man, and 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 fatigues, I think, very quickly. So, you know. You could have something that's two years old and be the newest, hottest shit on earth because, you know, we're kind of like, uh, you know, Inuit culture. We pass our history verbally. Right. So if you're not connected to someone that has any sort of level of of timeline or experience in the business, all you have is what's directly in front of you to go off. of, Right. Yeah. Can I say Inuit? Yeah. I agree with you, Matt. I I want to be I want to. I don't want to do that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I don't wanna... the, yeah, the, the thing that's, yeah. that, that He talked every... about Inuits, I think. Yeah, D- did he? <laughs> I mean, talked talk about the other Ronnie's people. I know that, you know, you know, so, but, uh, or heritage. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> so, so, um, Cupcakes, you, oh, admi- you, you had Mr. mentioned. Pro- you got to get fucking control of this guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I need He's to crazy. Him. I know. I'm surprised. 
look, man, I'm surprised. Like, there's a way to do, bro. There's a way to do that. Did you see how I did it? It was like funny. I, I know, and this and is it's why provocative. This, this, and then you did it, and it was like an abortion. There are Tuesdays. Can I say abortion? Yeah, yeah. There are Tuesdays. You know, we do the show on Monday. There are Tuesdays. That's like, mm. I'll, I'll see. Said, did you hear what Kevin said? And I'm like, God damn it! What is it? <laughs> Spicy. You're like, oh, I gotta. Ah, I can't believe I said that. Um, it's okay. You're doing fine. Shouldn't like going to the fine. show. Yeah. But at you're least you're great. consistent. I am consistent. Putting your foot in your. Mouth. Oh, it is. You know, because I think it's getting to the point now, and people are like, oh, "We look Kevin. at it, Jess." Yeah, just yeah. like that's just Kevin. You know, and I'm like, "Oh, sweet." You know, it's a. Uh, it's at least I'm just. It's just Kevin. I'm like, "Oh, sweet." They'll just sweep this one under the rug again, oh. um, and it won't come back and bite me in the ass. Um, <laughs> cupcakes. You had mentioned that. Um, you know, going to the show hoping for one new cigar line. Now you go to the show, and Ronnie, same, same, same question. You go to the show, and it's like now every manufacturer has twelve new lines, three new cores. Did you kind of like? You kind of wish it was like scaled back a little bit. It's like, come on, come on, guys! Like you're you're killing me here. You know, on the, on these on these skews. I mean, look, this is what I'm going to say about that. I think that when it comes to core product. Nothing. I listen. We make a living nowadays off of limited edition stuff, right? Everything is limited edition. But I think when you look at cars, um, they make a car for production and they keep making it every year. They make tweaks, they have a couple recalls, but they perfect that car. Then they go soup the thing up, and then you have a plethora of problems, and it's not the same car. It's the souped up version, the times two, it's the car on steroids. I think when it comes to this whole limited edition stuff and these smaller runs, they don't have time on their side, right? So like I would say when people would talk about Matt's current products, I love Farce Maduro. It's a core product. It's always going to be there. You got the consumer. If he came out with anything, with any crazy name, with any crazy artwork on it, would automatically assume that would be the better product. But it's not. It's the one that has the longer tenure, the one that do time they, they tweak for perfection there it's the one that's the constant and you know the problem with this industry right now is that we have so many new brands and then they're already all trying to one-up each other on who can come out with more limited stuff that the core product just seems to just not have any thunder behind it anymore and that's why i really respect the guys that do core hardcore and i think the best that do it right now is steve saka um he has it he does all the shop exclusives but the focus is always the core. And, you know, when I, when you guys are talking earlier, by the way, I want to go back to something. When Matt was talking about, you know, going into a shop and a guy not knowing who he was. So one reason why I like to watch Abe show KMA, because he does a walk back through history and it's almost like a lesson, but, but through his lens. And I, I always like to listen to those stories because when you got guys who've been in the business for 25 years and you're a decade behind them, you, you can't ever be the person who stops learning. And the stories, albeit even if they don't have any validity in today's market, they're just still great to know the history. So when you come across young consumers, I think the most important part is education. And in that education brings me back to the question you just asked. You have to edu- educate the consumer to let them know that core is where these brands make their money. Core is where these people make their names, not limited editions. Limited editions just to keep your attention. So I, I think that Going to the show, it's haunting at times because there's every new brand is coming out with all their new stuff, and yet they still want you to be faithful to the core. There's not enough shelf space. You'd need Disney World right now to carry every cigar brand. It's too tough. 
And, and then we have to be telling them, well, we have to cherry pick from their catalog and say, well, I'm going to take this because it actually sells. And the other 19 dog rockets that you want me to bring in, it's just not going to work. So now we're cherry pickers. Well, bro, and we and we like I said before, we created this monster 150 percent like manufacturers continue to show up to the to the what's new. And there was this this uh, uh, consistent demand for something new. And they just they gave him something new. And then when that wasn't fast enough or enough, they gave him more newness and more new and on and on and on until this now became an, a new rhythm in our business, a new cadence we, of product delivery. We killed you to nine facings way back and we they were the three sizes of Namakubi, Johnny Tobacco mm. Nut, and Cool Chief, because there was no reason to carry anything else because the consumer literally just wanted that packaging, <laughs> that product. And it was a tug of war, which ones they got if they weren't getting the dynamic trio. So I think that, you know, yeah, you did create that monster. So then we have. Well, not we as in just disaster. me. I think everybody collectively as manufacturers. I No, I think we should blame you. I think we can blame you. you. Can, okay, fine. You blame. I'll take the, I'll take the blame. <laughs> you, you can take a little blame. But to piggyback off what Ronnie said, it's just we, we can't be everything to everyone anymore. We just have to pick and choose. So you have to choose who, you know, take care of the people who take care of you and figure out what's best for your guys. And, you know, as a retailer, we're not reinventing the wheel per se. We can all buy the same stuff. It's how you, you know, educate or take them on the journey or give them the history or anything like that, that can, you know, like focus them into core product or, you know, not always just focusing on being, what's the next best cigar or like what's the new limited edition or what allows you to post on Instagram and say like, nana, nana, boo, boo, I have cool shit and you don't, you know, it's hard to nana, just, nana, boo, boo. exactly. Nope. Now, yeah. now, now, Matt, what, what is, what you're, you're driving force. And I, I you know, I'm, and I, I can't speak for anybody else, but you're here. What's your driving force on the limited editions or the one off? Is it you wanting to get another cigar to the industry? So you have an LE or is now there's just so much tobacco out there. There's your, your playground is so much bigger than it ever has been. You just want to, it, it's getting these cigars out for your own pleasure. You know, it's like, Oh man, I, I found this. I, I want to get this one out there. We can do this. Or is your driving force like, Hey, you know, like I said, I've, I've got to get, I haven't come out with a cigar in three months. You know, I, you know, I've, I've got to produce something or people will forget me. Well, no, as, I mean, as it applies to how we're rolling out Room 101, I mean, there, there are still uh, holes in our portfolio, right, that we need to, to fill, right? We need to, we need to have, for example, you know, a larger ring gauge offering. And there, there are other things beyond that that we need to stabilize core foundation, right? Uh, the brand is bigger than its offering currently is. So we're growing into our own shoes, basically, right? You know, and in terms of the limited edition stuff, I mean, when when you want to have a lot of fun, instead of having to focus on, you know, hey, how can I develop this product and tailor this product to to uh, to stand up to a long term consistent core line, uh, you know, cadence of production, you can create something a bit more fanciful, right? Not not that not that what we make as core line offering is not fanciful and erotic. It is, but you can create something where you don't where you have one less uh, where you have one less boundary around you in terms of how you're developing the product. I just have a lot of fun making shit, man. You know whether it's working with the guys at the factory, 
to develop the, the blend composition or how I'm going to dress that and unfurl it upon the world, right? As a, as a, as a fully baked product. And I have more ideas than I have fucking time to execute for the rest of my life. So I just want to get as many, I want to expel as many of those concepts as possible. Now, now you'd mentioned a, a big ring gauge. Now, um, uh, Abe had brought this up and, with, and, 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 and Coop on last week's KMA, you know, Coop mm-hmm. is a big ring gauge, a cigar mm-hmm. smoker from, from the show. Um, Cupcakes, Lexington. Ronnie, um, are you seeing that? Are you seeing more? You know, people that are asking for these these ring gauge. I thought it was a fact. I carry like, like six six by like, sixties. Like, yeah. Do you? I carry none. Okay. I have the worst shop to buy a big ring gauge. So so your yeah, your, but car- your your shop is. I mean, it has its own. There are shops that don't need to carry stuff like that, right? And yours is one of them. Yours is a more boutique focused shop. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, though. I just. I, they've they've done well with us, but they're the same ones that do well. So those I, I don't. I always say that with the six by sixty smoker, whenever I put a new six by sixty out, it just the other one dies and the new one just starts up. But my traditional everyday smokers, they buy the blend that they like. They don't buy the next big ring gauge. And I've seen some seven. There's seven by seventy, eight by eighty, nine by nine. There's a ten by a hundred in market right now. So I just I, I can't cater to that kind of crowd because I don't know how to talk that tobacco. Yeah, but there's a market for, I mean, if we're sure there's you know, a market in the cigar for it. business, just, we're not in the cigar hobby, right? And so as right. a manufacturer, right. like there is a demand for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No doubt. And, and, and just like when I started in the business, I re, it, was, it was all the talk, like we were developing the first series and everyone was telling me like, well, you know, we have, it's, it's published now, man. We have to, we have to include a six by 60. That's kind of, that's kind of. Oh, no demand, doubt there's a, a demand, demand for now, it. Right? There, there's and a so demand now that's for 7 by 72, right? Sure, absolutely. I'm just saying for, for us, it's just yeah. never been a thing. Guys aren't hunting for that with me. Mm-hmm. So what, what, I, I, what, 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 about, uh, what about Havana House? Is that a, uh, um, a your location versus all of them? Is that something that you're seeing, you know, that the people are dry coming in? Where, where are the big ring gauges at? Uh, no, not, not necessarily, but we, you know, we also cater to the more specific items. I mean, obviously I have a bunch of six sixties cause it's big in Ohio, but over 60, it's not very many might maybe two cigars total, but it's, it's the same, adi- same adage as Booth alluded to before is that, you know, I'd rather have them. And if somebody comes in for one, not lose a sale, walking out of the door, I'd rather mm-hmm. sell the cigar. So we have a little bit of all of it it's just not very many over 60 period well dude and when somebody's smoking seven by 70 or above they're not smoking the cigar they're smoking the size right that's how right. they're consuming 100%. they're more Matt, that's exactly what i was just saying yeah. my, whatever i have yeah. in 660 if i bring it like when robert mm-hmm. came out with long yeah. king maduro the guys jump from the regular long the king to the maduro and mm-hmm. you know it's uh the blind man's bluff i carry all those in the 660 but those guys are literally smoking that band that brand if I, he comes out with another 60, they're just leaving the Habano, going to the Maduro. They love the Habano to go to the Connecticut. It's just they're 660 smokers. They're not blend smokers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Sai Schmeckel. That's all I got. What's your second question? Oh, my God. He Have left. we hit the second question yet? He, he just left. fucking bounced. He did. He just <laughs> left. That so moment. It hit him. That's why it he was. did it at night so that you. I might have to bounce. In the I might have to bounce soon. But I got. I have a. I have a uh, question for you, B. During the uh, 
during your blend session for Namakubi in Honduras, did oh, you yeah, have yeah, you yeah, ever been accused? Have you ever been accused of gun running between Nicaragua and Honduras? I'm just, Look, just man, curious. I don't know why everybody's asking me these questions when the shit's recorded. I, I, I would. We can talk about that later. <laughs> Unbelievable. What happens in Honduras stays in Honduras. Okay. Unless you bring yeah, it back. Never again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's a soft yes. So, 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 Matt, how... You know, how much time are you spending in the factories now? Now that you've got a, you know, um, uh, a huge paycheck. <laughs> Don't talk a about the money, bitch. You, you know, you know, you're 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 not you're not shopping at the Quick Mart anymore. You're shopping at the Walmart it's Super like Center. Yeah, he was never a Quick Mart shopper. Yeah. No, he never so, a tobacco tenure. I'll be in the factory the same amount, man. You know, I I have to maintain I have to maintain direction, man. I have to maintain authenticity for this brand and make sure. That it's carried through from from factory to to market here with the same voice it always has been. You know, I'll be down there uh, in the next month or two for sure. You know, and consistently so uh, after that. Now, working on your own stuff, or because um, I know you did the uh, the the re uh, the reblend of the Sancho Panza. Um, yeah, so I mean, are, are, are you I mean, be I'll, tackling more projects like that? Yeah, I mean, I, currently I have some projects on my, my own. Uh, to take care of, but I mean, I'm always, I'm always down to party. <laughs> they brought him to resurrect the dead. So is that, is that what that was happened with the Sancho Panza? The, I say uh, resuscitate, not resuscitate. He, he's the CPR yeah. for them. All right, Ronnie, do, do you carry that that cigar? What What are your thoughts on that new one? Or the the, the so, Matt's uh, touch on it? In, interesting. He and I talked about that today because I actually had a lot of consumers talking to me about Sancho Panza, and they haven't said that name since I opened up the shop. Shit's good, bro. Yeah, cupcakes. You've been been hearing more about that. Uh, uh, yeah, they they change change the branding, change the change the cigar. People start talking about the brand again. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I would like to get I some. Rub my fucking nutsack across every box. <laughs> oh my god! Flavor yeah. flavor enhancer. Flavor yeah. enhancer. Whoa. I was really built up, man. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that's, that's any 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 thoughts of loosening up the packaging on the Sancho Panza? You know, it's a it's a it's a tough cigar to uh, to, to to open up sometimes. Isn't that the, I think who who was it that that? No, you're talking about Los Tados Deluxe. Oh yeah, Lo, Los Tados Deluxe. They're wrapping them tight, man. I'm not gonna lie. We gotta. <laughs> we've had the conversation. I was like, God damn, man. You want anybody to have this or you know? <laughs> But that's so, the whole concept. You, know, you have to take LSD to open the box. Yes. Well, is that, is that, I mean, we're not going to say it's required, but, you know, it can be optional. enhancing to your experience. Yes. But uh, with many things. I mean, uh, with watching your carpet. <laughs> next, next time at your factory. swimming I'll, on I'll, top of your lawn. I'll have to have <laughs> you send me a couple of, uh, um, uh, like, the bands and the packaging before they roll it, just so I could... I could put that on social media. I have the only untorn package from uh, be like, how did see, you do and that? And see, that's the whole point, bro, is that it must not be torn so that it can become a keepsake. And this is, uh, you know, but we're, Hey man, we're getting, look, if that's, if that's, uh, you know, one of our biggest challenges, we're in really good shape. You know, I'm going to yeah, need you when you come to Detroit, we're going to take you to the barber, man. This is starting to become something different <laughs> for me. <laughs> Um, as it, you wish, 
Yeah, it's time, man. We're we're gonna have to resurrect the booth of old. You know, you're now in the the richest of richest of richest of lands. We're gonna have to get you back to looking posh again, man. This Gandalf booth is gorgeous. I want artisanal uh, lotions. I want a high uh, a high fade slammed back. Yeah, and I know. Just Kevin disagrees. Take. I'll cut off my fucking goatee. I'll yeah. no, 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 the the booth that was on the uh, the what was what the, the uh, uh, weren't, weren't, weren't you on the cover of a uh, cigar aficionado with John Huber JD um, I, I know John Huber's was cigar press okay yeah I, uh, on John's office he's got that that framed yeah. photo of all that you was young cool, man I can young tell cats. they need to do a ten years later I mean we're already past ten years man they need to do a where are they now I think it would be super interesting they, they do <clears> just re- recreate that exact same photo you know how I mean you know, a little bit more provocatively obviously well yeah like all of us in a hot tub this yeah. is the matt booth that we need back oh that's a good pick i remember that pick it's one that when when i googled your name it had why are we doing why are we doing this yeah, yeah. No, go ahead you can do it fine. <laughs> this is a bad picture damn I, I need to get with your wife. We need like a teenager booth we need uh those, those photos we needed the progression we need we the progression of, of what, you know, because we got you in the military, you know, young, cut, handsome. You know. That was the booth. That's not Matt booth. That's the booth. Yeah. Oh, and then uh-huh. this is when he was trying to find himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you pulled this. This, is, yeah, this exactly. was. Yeah. This was the, this was the emo, right. emo stage. Right. Emo stage. Well, that's, yeah. that's, he was soul searching. He was trying to find himself. I was, the, I was. I was trying to figure it out, bro. But I got there, you know. And Scott Weiland look. If this was, I was the booth, I mean, this, this this is the era right here. This is the era of booth. This is the part where you know oh, you just you embrace. Yeah, you yeah. found your mojo, and then COVID yeah. happened, and you did this stuff. Yeah, and I know. didn't get my haircut. But you know, who are we to look? It's what, cool what, too. And and look at the right? end result. They welcomed you to the Death Star. You're now, you know, oh my in the land of Krispies. I mean, how much better can life be? I mean, I could be at like uh you know some sort of like uh gelatin infused twister competition with maddie cupcakes i mean it could be well, be- no, it could I mean, always be better you have like the, the but you have the best tenure in respect to like you started out with the giant and the pinnacle of cigar smoking which i still think is that company today you started out with a, a god and then you went to another universe to the other god i mean it's like it's i don't know any who does there anybody in our ten in tobacco tenure that has started out with the giant and then goes to Dude, the, my, the pinnacle my path of, has been uh, i'll say it this way the pinnacle to of smoking no, to, the, to the pinnacle of size yeah. yeah i mean for whatever it's worth man good bad ugly and you know all, all everything in between we're here now right yeah i just i'm just saying I, I don't know of anybody who's been able to say that they've done that yeah I'm, I'm to go sure. to the go, start with the best tobacco company on the planet and then end up with the largest tobacco company on the planet. I mean, it's kind of impressive. The only thing I have yet to all achieve homo, is a collaboration homo. with, yeah, uh, yeah, of course, is is my collab with White Owl. I desperately <laughs> wish to make this. I'm that'll not fucking around. Crispies. This no, was my uncle's crispies. cigar. 
right? This was my uncle's cigar. He wants to do a collaboration uh, with White you know, and Yeah. I want, you know. Can you imagine the owl perched there with my face on it? You know, just like, <clears throat> shit would be dope, bro. Have several different owls of like my my cigar owl home. Like Maddie Cupcakes will be there as an owl. Ronnie Hishash well, will be there as an owl. What? I like Tell me that. From, I mean, the, the, the real, the, again, off what Ronnie said, you're the first, but probably won't be the last. So, yet. Yet. Yes. No, you know why? Who started it? Davidoff. Like, I mean, when you started, well, you got Michael Herkeloff, but I'm saying like, you know, guys that, uh, where did Michael start, Matt? <laughs> well, he started, well, he did work for Davidoff uh, back in the day, but he managed their uh, Madison Avenue retail location in, in the city, in New York. Right. Correct. I'm talking about from brand side of it, though. That wouldn't be brand side of it. Who from the brand side have gone from giant to a giant? I don't know. Nobody. Man. Nobody. I don't know. I mean, I, no. I couldn't. I couldn't answer that. I don't. I don't know if there has been. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think there has been. You might. You, you're definitely the the the, the first. You know, um, living how, legend. How, how how's the how are the new bosses? Uh, I would treat, kiss you. <laughs> how are the new bosses treating you? Do you have a cubicle somewhere? Like, do you have like an office? Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like like that you never go to. You know what? You know what? My, it's just picture it however you want it to be and it's like that how about that i like that you like that geometry i, I do i i, I, I can see you just showing you up imagine. with your briefcase one day and just sitting down in the the kid like who's who's the new guy you know just plop plopping down i so. went you know i went over there for a, a meeting at one point and and uh i got connected with their it guy i felt like we were having because the dude's I mean, I love, I actually love him. I think he, I think he's crazy. He's like a full blown psychopath, but that's why we get along. Right. And, and like he and I are in this crazy conversation, you know, um, I was like, fuck, this is like, uh, you know, some kind of office based TV show, not the, uh, not the office, you know, but it was yeah. like, it was funny. It's interesting to me. Cause after all these years, 20 years of working for myself, you know, to be partnered with uh, a larger corporate entity and kind of peep under the skirt. It's like, it's funny. Cause it's all these things that I see, you know, uh, hear jokes about or see shows about. Now it's like, uh, you know, uh, in front of my face. It's very intriguing. I'm taking notes. So when you said you went over there, where 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 are you? Where's where's their corporate office? Oh, their their office is in uh, Virginia. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So so not not too not too far away. So lovers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia is for you know so much so they put it on their license plate. Mm -hmm. So. So how how often are you are, are are you are you commanded to the uh, to the offices on, on occasion? Do you ever or they just leave you alone? Like you know, you're, you're just. I mean, I've been. I, I went you're kind of like Milton meeting. from the Office Space. You're in the basement. You got your stapler. You know, it's just like I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's there's a, a an orange plastic little tights desk that they have in in Justin Andrews' office that I that I sit at when <laughs> when I report in. No, uh, no, man. I mean, it's. You know, I got to say this, man, for, for a huge company that really intuitively have given me, you know, uh, a platform and environment to operate the way I always do, you know. So, you know, I deliver uh, from the shadows and, and withdraw back into my, my lair. 
So how, how quick is the decision-making process on anything now versus before, you know, when you own your own company, you're down at the factory, you know, you want to, you know, you deal this, you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Let's do that. Is there any type of like corporate structure now? It's like, Oh, Hey, I would like that, but let me, do, do, I, do you have to check in? Let me see if the, if the bean counters will approve this. Is there any type of, not, and not, not just, really. to, not just tobacco, not just really. anything. No, not really, man. He's an they artist. They don't bother. Hate to, I hate to spoil it for you, but no, man. So they really. just dumped a truckload of money in your driveway and then just billions. Let you do it. It's tacky. Don't talk about the money, man. Yeah. Billions. <laughs> oh. He's going to make a guest appearance on Axe Capital. <laughs> billions. Billions. So, so care. Anything else? We're, we're at the, I can't believe we're at the two hour mark. Wow. This has been. I, a, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't even know what I could add to this right now, man. Yeah. Uh, be honest. Most of the viewers <laughs> want two hours of their life back if they even lasted five minutes. <laughs> this is two hours of your life force you will never get back. But thank you, I, I greatly appreciate it, and uh, I'll be back on again to suck more of your life force from you should you choose to afford it to us. Yeah. Can we say hi to Jessica real quick because I haven't seen her yet, and I don't even come to your show to see your face for nothing. I was yeah. disgusted Baby girl. at that. That terrible barber that barely took off an inch off of your face. It was like five inches, like five oh. inches, just because you can't grow facial you hair. Need, you Ronnie. need to just go to that Rip Yellowstone look and get rid of this thing. It, it's killing me, man. It's killing me. Is that is that is that Pops in the background? No, no, that's my wife in the background, actually. Oh, I, I, I she's so far back there. I just hey, so how, how, before we let you go, how's Pops doing after the uh, the accident? Uh, he's actually not coming back to work for a while. He's been gone for about a week now. He actually had two accidents back to back, um, both not his fault. And then he got the Rona. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So we've given him a, a temporary long leave of absence. Oh, he had a two car accidents. He had another car accident and he, and he fell. And then he also got Corona. So he's had, you know, they say three's a charm. Damn. Well, he's, he's hit quads. Yeah. All in like 10 days. So. We're gonna just leave Pops B for a little bit, change his mojo. So is, is that is Allie in the shop with you now? Or no, home? no, Allie's at home with the baby. No, I got a guy Brian who helps me out, and uh, Kara comes in and helps out. But uh, yeah, it's been kind of boring without him there. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You know, was, he's at, no, no, no. It's just it's he's interesting. A, I, Matthew's saying hello to you. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, we'll it's go, just we'll everybody knows Pops is the pulse of the shop. Um. <laughs> You know, it's funny that the brands he recommends, it's like now when customers actually come in and I actually go to talk tobacco with them and they say, well, Pop said, I'm like, Pops is not coming from the standpoint of a, a, a cigar <laughs> smoker. He's he's coming in as a fanboy. He goes by the brands he likes. He calls big man section a Saka section. He points to his son section as Henderson section. Everything goes to Robert section. I mean, it's like. He's literally, he's, he's got three brands he pushes. So now that actually customers come in and I actually have to talk tobacco to them that, that I don't, I think they think I'm duping them. <laughs> do, do, do you ever get the, you know, like someone will buy like five and you'll give them a price. Like, Oh, Hey, pops always gives me like 50% off. You know, if I no, five, it's five, the act. <laughs> I give the customers deals. He doesn't, he just sticks to the register because he's petrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's actually sold, you know, customers will dupe him when I'm out there. I remember a guy went into the humidor one day. And uh, he said, oh, you know, I want, I have to grab this box from up top here. And it was Roma Craft uh, just had, came out with the uh, Black Irish. Mm -hmm. 
And that was on the shelf for multiple box buyers to be able to get a box. Guy opened it up and he's like, oh, they're the same price as easy. He showed him they were all the same shapes. It was like $9.95. And some guy swindled pops out of 10 cigars. So the next time he came in, I made him buy two boxes. <laughs> and gave him the rest of the box. Oh, my God. So. Oof. That's it. So, so, so I see that. that real deep. I'm watching those lobes. Well, yeah. let's say goodbye to our sponsors. <laughs> this show has been brought to you by Spike Wheezy, Mr. Postania, Room 101. We've got uh, Maddie Cupcakes House Incorporated, Havana House. From, from, from Havana House. Thank you. Bar. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Cigars. Thank oh, you for the invite. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Thank you all for, for coming on. Matt, we'll... Uh, We'll see you down at the uh, uh, the Great Smoke. So uh, Hold on. I feel like Kara and I never speak to each other when we do these TV right. shows. Kara's yeah. been very quiet today. I, um, well, I mean, this is, is a thing. Uh, this, this is the think tank, and I feel like I'm just kind of uh, waiting in it right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do when my wife lets me take gummies again. What we're gonna do is we're gonna have a gummy show. Kara, you and I are gonna have, get down to figure out Fuck who we that, both are man. to each other in real world. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm always I'm down. For that. I'm an open yeah. book, Ronnie. I'm an open book. I, my my uh, my input is very calculated. If, if I if I'm not going to uh, add anything of value, I remain silent and just sit back and allow things to occur. If Matt and I both did that, we'd both be dead. <laughs> I I like that approach. I'm going to use that next time. I think it doesn't work for you though, Matt, because everything that comes out of your mouth is very calculated and, and impactful. Well, I would argue right, that well, point, know. but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> customer Daddy comes cupcakes. up to Matt. You're the man. Customer comes to Thank Matt. You. Can you tell me about the Thank wrapper by the color of your cigar? And Matthew looks at them and starts talking about their mouth sockets, knowing very well he can speak tobacco. That's the part that kills me. <laughs> well, fucking A. It's like, but it's not all about that. It's about, you know, having a good I will time. Pleasure too. your mouth socket. I will. Yeah. That's a buy. That's a I've strong buy. Yeah. Living in your mouth pipe since 2009. The new catchphrase we'll see on the uh, the, the, the website. Lucian well, goes deep in your mind. We go deep in your. No, no. I don't want to get us in off trouble. the show, please. Just kick us Am off. I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for having us. All right, Everybody, boys. Thank you, thank you very much. Maddie, good house, seeing you, brother. Care, good seeing you. Kevin, uh, good uh, seeing you. Just have. Shadow Army. Matthew, I will see you in the future. Nice to meet you, Ronnie. All right. Take care, brother. Thanks, guys. See you, guys. And next week, uh, we welcome uh, Abe DeBabna, Honest Abe from Smoke In Cigars. We're going to be talking a little bit more about um, uh, the Great Smoke 2023 coming up. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. We talked a little bit about it before. Um, so remember, I um, you can go to uh, Great Smoke. You just Google Great Smoke 2023. It'll come up. I think it's Great Smoke or thegreatsmoke.com. You can still get virtual tickets. They still have uh, in-person tickets. Um, fantastic uh, 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 packages of cigars and swag. They've got uh, a pre-event shows Thursday uh, Thursday um, night uh, with uh, Jonathan Drew. Friday night with Steve Saka. Um, Saturday after the Great Smoke with Matt Booth. Um, the, uh, um, the brunch Sunday with uh, Terrence Riley, and we'll go over all of this again next week. Those events, you do not need tickets to the Great Smoke to, um, to, to enjoy those events. So if you're in the area um, and you want to come by a, a smoke in Boynton Beach for any of those events, like I said, they're non-ticketed, so you can uh, um, hop on in. 
Um, make sure you're following Cigar Prop, Producer Jessica, Caribbean Hunte of Stogie Road Cigars, uh, Matt Booth, all of our fine sponsors. All of the links are in the social media, or all the social media links are in the video description, so you don't have to uh, to, to remember anything. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's great to be back. I'll work on the sound uh, during the week, so everything's not quite so loud. Um, once again, thank you to our sponsors uh, for making this happen each and every week. Thank you for uh, uh, taking this ride with us in 2023. J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Uh, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset. Care, leave us with some parting thoughts for our for our first show of the new year. I don't even know what to say. Um, you know, I always say life is short. You know, find a buddy and smoke a cigar. But life is short. Try something new. You know, we were talking tonight about boutique cigars. We we're talking about newer cigars and all the different cigars in the market. Do your research and try something new. Try something new. If uh, if uh, and if you don't like uh, uh, Metamucil, I also take Benefiber. So if you're on Metamucil kick, um, you can uh, try something new and go with Benefiber. When life binds you up, try, <laughs> yeah. try drink Metamucil. <laughs> That's it. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week.